Sorry, Mike. How are you, mate? Let me get this thing off the screen here. I won't go a second. I'll be right with you. There we go. How are you, mate? Well, just waking up on my end. I appreciate you staying up for this. No, you're right, mate. It's only 9.51 here. So, um, in fact, it seems to me when I hear from you after last night, it's like, gee, you haven't slept long enough. It's kind of like it's gone by really quick, you know? Honestly, uh, but then honestly, again, I've been using that uh, Fitbit thing, uh, Fitbit for a while to try to keep track of all that. And I can honestly say I don't sleep worth the damn. I sleep in REM, I guess, or light sleep more than anything. So REM is rapid eye movement, as you know. REM sleep is rapid eye movement. If you go and lift up your eye, your wife's eyelid when she's in deep sleep, their eyes twitch like this. If they flutter, so REM means rapid eye movement, and that's when you're in deep sleep. If if you were to lift your eyelids, they're going like this. They they're going. That makes sense. See, and that's what yeah. I. Turns out, it turns out. That's the sleeping pattern I have the most, and I do that for about three hours, and I get up. Well, see, mate, they say REM sleep. If you're meant to sleep, say, eight hours, possibly four or five of them, you'll be getting that rapid eye movement. And I, I, I can tell you, you can do this. When your eyes, wife's asleep, just do that, and you'll see your eyes going. <laughs> he said, when your wife's asleep, I try to live today. <laughs> <laughs> funny thing is, it, is if we didn't have eyelids if someone had no eyelids why they slept you'd see their eyes fluttering in the top of their head like that that's what rem is rapid eye yeah. movement as you know but it's but a, it's that's a, the it's, deep sleep it's amazing to me uh because i'm learning all of this because i'm working out again and trying to get healthy as i'm getting older you know it's funny because and this goes in perfectly to what we're going to talk about but when i was growing up I would take gym classes and I would listen to these old timers tell me that and I would be like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know, I'm going to go eat my large pizza yeah. and my big sodas and you can shut the hell up, you know, yeah. and, uh, and I'm almost 40 now and I can honestly tell you by my beer gut, yes, it does catch up to you eventually. <laughs> oh, well, my dude, don't let me sound too old here, but wait till you hit 42. You can't walk past the sandwich without putting on weight. It's unbelievable. It, uh, I mean, it really is. It, it kind of I mean, I joke around with my wife. I mean, before we get started into the heavy discussion, I joke around with her all the time about that. Like, because she's five years younger than me. She calls me old all the time. And I'll be like, <laughs> I'll bring the show and I'll be like, what the hell do you mean you ain't watched Martin? Everybody's watched Martin. And like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, quit saying that shit. <laughs> you know, I get what you mean, mate. It's, it's funny. My brother's eight years younger than me, and his wife is a couple. So that makes him, he's 39. I'm about to turn 37. She must be about 35, I reckon. And just right. some of the things that we miss by being that different generation. She come round once, Mike, and she said, why doesn't someone invent something? You know how you clap and you turn the lamp on? I said, yeah. She says, why doesn't someone invent something that for keys? And I said, what do you mean? She says, so when I find me keys, I'll just clap and it'll start bipping. And I told her, we had them in 1983. Right. It was a key thing you put on your and you'd go, you'd whistle and it'd start bipping. So, and she goes, really? Ironically, we're talking about just basic stuff, but it goes in with it because 
we're gonna touch a lot of bases and we're gonna try to do this really quickly, okay? That's what I'm getting ready to light this All right. up. Part of this yeah, is, you're part of this is I talk to the public every day as a as a clerk. I love being a clerk. It sounds cliche, it sounds weird. I'm a sociable person. Most of the people okay. at my store, I work at a Dollar Tree, and most of the people at my store would rather be in the back and not dealing with the customers. I would rather be up front dealing with the customers. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right? Yep. I, I can doing understand this. that. It's different from myself, but I understand it. Doing this, though. Okay, so my shift is, I'm a part-timer, so my shift is around four to five hours, so... In four to five hours, I could have somewhere between anywhere between 100 to 200 customers. That's two, that's 100 to 200 people I have the small conversations with and engaging. You know what I mean? Yep. That means that's the same ratio of people that's answering their questions that I'm asking. Right? Right. From a talking perspective. And one of the things we I often bring up is because they're buying different things and they're dealing with their kids, you know, or whatever, you know, at the register line. It will bring up stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, personally, I think we have enough tech as it is. When I was growing up, it was exciting. I said, but let's be honest. Can we be honest for a second? Does it not seem like these rich people have grown up and have enough money to make their Hollywood movies come to life? And they're playing like we're just pawns in their little game and expendable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how much tech is too much? Tech? Is it going to take is it going to take to the point to where we're literally struggling five-year-olds in the living room because they're playing b-ball at the hologram that's around the room and busting shit up is it going to take that before we go whoa okay maybe we've had too much you know like what's it going to take for people to wake up and realize we're not meant to have mechanical body parts inside of our bodies with wiring and computer chips that's not something the human body is meant to have inside of us and that's what I, and what I'm getting at is there's a rare interview, Mal, and you're going to love this. Stephen Hawking, uh, his last interview that he did, he was wearing a red shirt. I'll never forget it. It was a red sweater. And he said, right now I am afraid because I got back from a meeting and now they want to make it to where they have a chip. And he didn't say where they're going to put the chip at, but it said it's going to be somewhere in your brain, like somewhere in your head ratio. And he said they're going to make the web browsers float in front of you. And you could literally go past spam like this and just move it in front of your in front of your face. He died three days later. So, Mike, if 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 you if you take that because what you're talking about there, its origins, as you know, begin with six six six. You won't be able to trade unless you have the fucking mark of the beast, as they say it in that way back then. But mm. we're already we're already there. In fact, the way I chip my dog. My dog has a microchip, so as though if she gets lost, they can find her home. Now, if I had children, personally, today, I'd want them to have that. Because I don't want my child to be missing and me not be able to find them. Now, I understand once you're you're 18. talking about, there's two different types of things, though. You're talking about a location GPS tracking chip, okay? As opposed to a purchasing device, yep. Right, okay, a low-grade... A low-grade tracking system is one thing. We're talking about a whole internet wiring system within our bodies. Yes. So where that 666 business that was talked about ages ago, you'll need a chip to trade or the mark to trade, where that will become frightening is we can do that tomorrow, and it would make sense. Right now, me losing my credit card enables you to find it and spend money. 
I can't lose my finger. And they can put a chip in my finger. Yeah, you can. There's there's criminals out there that have even told me, okay? And I'm not going to say what they... I can't say their names because they're overseas and they change their lifestyles. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to say their names. Yes. But at one point, they were groups like in Russia. And I'm here to tell you, these people will chop off your fucking finger to get the information. Yep. You know? Now, but, but think... Think, mate, and while I know you're right, criminals will kill to get money. I understand this. When every single person, when their hand is the chip, because rather than wave your card, you could just wave the hand. Rather than run around chopping off the hands of rich people, mm -hmm. you know, you, you kind of create a situation where everyone's got a hand, everyone needs money to eat and drink. So unless you're prepared to cut someone's hand off, like, it's kind of a more serious thing than stealing their handbag. It's, it's but a, it will drive people to that. It's a complex thing. Like, we're basically having a Joe Rogan-style conversation right here. It's a complex thing because you're going to have arguments such as, let's be logical, you're going to have arguments like, well, it would be dis it wouldn't do no good because once it's cut off from the blood flow and da-da-da-da-da, it would make it worthless. And Okay, well, not, like, not to mention, are you going to walk in and swipe a, a hand? rather than a cop here's the counter argument to that though how crazy can people be um 20 years ago it was very much not uncommon and it still isn't they use a uh er, it's called the dragon uh drag uh, dragon yep. and what that does is i could blow it i could go to australia i could blow it in your face right and for the next umpteen hours that you're underneath the influence of it you will literally have no yep. recollection or doing anything that i do during that time period it's a yeah. derivative of ayahuasca. I know what you're talking about. You, you let someone bump into you and you turn around and you go, and then you say, come with me. Do you have your bank card on you? What's the PIN number? And they are sedated and will just right. do as you've, okay. you've said. So I'm going to tell you, now we're going to talk a little bit. And I know for those listeners that's going to be listening in, I do have ADHD. So I often say, look, there's a squirrel. And when I got a lot of stuff to cover, it's going to be kind of bouncing off the walls. My wife pointed this out to me last night. She said it's something I need to work on. So it's something I am going to try to work on. But You're right. we got to look at this whole thing from a perspective. Because when I'm looking at the news in the morning, like when I messaged you and I said, I'm going over everything right now, right? And I'm, yep. reading, these, and I'm reading all these things and I'm looking at all these tweets that people have sent out over the past 24 hours and stuff. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, they literally want to be robotic they literally want to be a cyborg they literally want the future uh, what they deem the future now and they don't realize how poisonous of an idea of what they're asking is and what i'm talking about is we covered this this weird idea right off the jump street but let's get down to earth real quick so let's look at processes the first process that they had was called the RFIC program, right? The RFIC program turned into the RFIC BIC chip mandated federal uh, FIAC chip program, right? Now, okay. at first you had the choice. You could swipe your card and you could go and use it, right? Without having it. And then after about two years, the world banks decide, no, fuck that. We're going to force them to do it. They're not going to be able to use their bank account or any financial credit card for that matter unless they have this on there, right? If you go back yeah. about two years ago, I had a podcast called AI Tech. It's about an yeah. hour long. 
And in that in that process, I said, in my opinion, what they're going to do if they get away with it. At the time Trump was president, he was standing in the way of this. Right now, we don't have anybody standing in the way of it. And what they were trying to do was figure out a way to force us to have a one a one type of currency chip. And the only way they're going to be able to force like, OK, so let's not pick Australia and let's not pick China. and what these other, Let's pick my own country and a country like America, where you have freedoms, you have a lot of beliefs, you have a lot of people with strong opinions. You're not going to be able to get away with this. The only way that you're going to be able to get away with this without causing a total disruption and chaos of society right away is to do a similar style. They're going to have they're going to have people doing it over a period of time and it's going to make people numb to it and acceptable to it it's going to become behavior wise right and then they're going to have celebrities talking about it and then they're going to have your little and you're already starting to see it you're already starting to see it if you're if you're paying attention to the news you're by now you're already seeing what i'm talking about you're seeing a little financial expert suddenly coming forward and saying well in my opinion and they're bringing them forward on both sides of the coin democrats and republicans now because the reason why they're doing it is over the next couple, over the next year and a half, they're going to be chirping about it, right? And those chirps are going to do the same thing that those bank cards did. They're going to get louder. And then here pretty soon, my theory is the only way they can get away with it is all of a sudden our credit cards don't work. Because I'll, I'll be honest, I was talking to a customer uh, two days ago about this. I said I was one of the only people in the community I lived at at the time in Drumright to where the bank sent me a letter that said you need to come down or you're not going to be able to use your card i was like yeah fuck that and i just went back to work and did my thing i'm the only person in the town that had this happen they cut off all my cards until i went into the bank and actually got an rfic card <laughs> you know what i mean because that's how stubborn i am about it you know and oh, i understand that's my theory is how they that's the only way they can do that my hope because we're talking about the economy and let's look at the economy as a whole in america we have houses okay your house in america whether it's a one-bedroom shack on half an acre or whether it's a six-bedroom house on a city block no difference your house is your fucking house that's your little bit of land that's your kingdom that's your individuality that's your family's property right well Last couple of years, you've heard a lot of talk of property and people's property. No more property. No more individualism. Right. OK, so now they're trying to sneak past us this bill. Right. And I'm about to post it a little bit. I ran out of time. Time frame in the wording in this bill. If it passes, it's a design over the next couple of years to make it to where everybody's going to have to be forced to sell their homes because the value is going to go down so bad on it, on the homes to where they're going to hold no value whatsoever. Okay. So they, once they hold no value, the government's going to swoop in and buy it from the local banks. Your local banks is your, is your, your, basically your city and state banks economy, right? They're yes. going yep. like, to be bottomed down in this, in this shit like the world's never seen before. And, holy shit we got all these people with homes but they're not worth jack shit you know what i mean so you guys you mike being in america maybe you'll remember you guys had an incident like this not that many years ago when it crashed and people were just walking away from their homes because they weren't this is how i got knowledge of it is because at that time period i was living in sacramento california in an art and arcade district working for uh gnr mortgage company behind the shell right there 
And I learned mortgage terminologies, uh, equity growth, and how many years and what it would take to make your home better, you know, and et cetera. Uh, so I've been paying close attention to it because I was there during that for that reason. And what strikes me as a concern is nobody's really talking about it. It's such a, it's such a quick little uh, slow process that they're doing. If this goes through, basically what's going to happen is the state banks I was talking about, they're going to want to cut their losses, right? The only way they're going to be able to do that is play ball with the federal government. So the federal government is going to bulldoze down the homes because they're going to own the land and they're going to build subsidized housing. The subsidized housing design is basically like the Chicago style projects you're seeing on the movies and stuff like that. That would mean that all of America would be one huge city. Yep. yep period of time this isn't to be confused with the good thing they're going to try to paint it no. like opiate because they're going to own it all you get what i'm saying well sir it's what it's what we were talking about yesterday about slave morality and before we go too deep i don't want to go off into that and get you off track but the people that will be happy with that as long as you feed them they'll be happy it'll be the people that have worked and prospered you imagine if you worked your whole life, you were 60 years old, you had a couple of million dollars. Yes. I mean, you imagine now the government's looking at, at you and, and what they're going to take from you to balance out to these other people. So that slave morality, pe- people don't understand what that means. It means you lose your freedoms, but I'll pay for your food. Yes. And so you don't have to think or have any agency. I'll feed you so you stay alive but now you're in debt to me because if I stop feeding you, you die. I like what you're saying. And I'll put it into even more simplest terms that anybody that watches this will see and understand. Let's, the government is basically saying, we're going to own everything. We're going to be your pimp. You're going to be our hoe. And we're going to own all your shit. And if you badmouth us, we can take it away like the bee that you are. That's basically what they're saying, but they're going to word it in a way to where it's a utopia and we're going to provide for you. You're not going to have to worry. You're not going to have to work as much. You're not going to have to work as much. You'll have all this time to spend with your family. It's going to be great. You're going to have all this time to go spend at the parks and focus on the environment because we're going to take care of you. We're going to take care of you. Don't worry, girl. We got you, girl. Don't worry, girl. We got you, girl. Oh, shit's bad. Go work. You know what I mean? Go make us that money back. You know what I mean? That's socialist. That's communism. That's Marxism. And that's the steps it takes to where it gets to there. There is no system that is fully functionable that has one of those type of policies in play right now. You know what I mean? With the exception of probably China. That is somewhat successful at all. That's why they're trying to... That's why you're seeing all these countries doing all these shady business deals with China. Okay. Look at Biden. They want to talk about Trump's family. Why don't we talk about Biden's family? Uh, Biden's son has is locked into yes. a deal before Biden ran for office for $3.5 billion in their movie industry. Okay, movie industry. Right now, China is building more movie theaters than anywhere else in the world. They have an obsession with it. Hollywood is doing deals right now with China and filming movies over there. That's the whole reason why you saw, because see, China's a funny country. China's like, okay, we'll do this with you, but we want you to put this disclaimer on your, on your shit in your own country. 
Now, we're not going to really say too much about it that we're behind it, but we want to see it. Okay, so all of a sudden with companies like Disney, you started seeing movies like Mulan. And now when I'm watching it with my kids, there's a caption before the movie starts talking about how this movie is not accurate to the history and the race the race of China. And what the fuck does a four-year-old need to know about that? Really? You know what I mean? I don't think... I don't right. think that right. below the age of 16 really can comprehend too much of anything. You know I what I mean? think you're right. Yeah, they can produce kids. Yeah, they could go to work. But that's when they're trying to figure out. Tough. You get what I'm saying? Why the fuck is everybody trying to make kids these many little adults? Other than to make them workhorses. Well, there, I can't think of another reason. I, I, like, short of short of having something over them to force them to do what you want, I can't think of another reason. All and, that adds up to what... Right. Sorry. No, not to interrupt you, but I think that's where it's tied in, Mal, is the start of our country to go into socialism, we are seeing it. You know what I mean? And that's why we have friends Definitely. like water and that we're seeing visibly effective that served in some serious combat type of situations and it's affecting them and I'm not going to go into that much but it's affecting them in subtle ways and you see it a lot of these guys feel like our country is being taken from us I've heard it from their own mouths and I'm like don't throw it in the it's not over with you know what I mean but I I also understand and I also understand where they're coming from because I've seen it in play. I'm seeing these bills being pushed, and because there's so much shit going on, nobody's talking about it. Now, if this was rewound about 20 years ago, all of these bills that you're seeing and, and all these people that's being pushed through, it would, it would have been everywhere, but it's not. There's like a little quick five-second mention of it, and then they're on yep. the LeBron James or Trump. Kim Kardashian. You know what I'm saying? Or something. And if it's not that, and if they can't go to that, they'll go to Kim Jong. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, again, Mike, I say to you, mate, I think the problem here is the audience are idiots and they will accept stupidity. And unlike you, the majority of people aren't thinking. They don't care. And that slave morality I talked about, as long as they're able to eat, and afford their drugs and their drinks and their cigarettes, they don't care. And this is, They don't care about their own children. They don't care about their own lives. And is it because they're dumb or ignorant? Because you can stand up and scream, this is Marxist, this is Marxism. I don't think they know what the word means. They don't. They're wearing, they couldn't possibly. They are wearing shirts with, and I see it daily. Back in the day when I covered Antifa BLM thoroughly, I saw it more, but I can still see it if I go back into it. Uh, there's, they're, they're wearing clothes with Benito Mussolini on it, with Hitler on it. Well, not Hitler, because I get their ass kicked, but with Benito Mussolini. Yeah, well, see, isn't but, that interesting, mate? Hitler will get their ass kicked. Meanwhile, Che Rivera and all this shit. I yeah. mean, you people really don't understand, do you? I mean, why is this one okay and that one's because not? It's funny because they've been interviewed and asked about Hitler, and not one of them really knew anything about him, other than oh, he he, he killed a bunch of uh, he killed a bunch of non-white people. He wanted to, you know, 
And I'm like, does he? There's an epidemic problem of stupidity in our country, and it has been for a long time. And it frustrates me because if you ever seen the movie Idiocracy, it was like all the stupid shit was like what everybody was paying attention to, and all the and all the other shit nobody cared about. And that's basically what we're seeing. Like when yes. did when did all of this stuff become flip flop? Do you get what I'm saying? Like here's one, mate. Walk around your country today and ask people who's heard of Kim Kardashian and watch them all raise their hand. Then ask them who's heard of Frederick Nietzsche and watch none of them raise their hand. It's and meanwhile, if you say that that doesn't kill you, makes you stronger, they go, I've heard that. I've heard right. that. And you tell them that's Nietzsche. <laughs> it's, it, that's the, and that, they, they've never heard of it. We can go there real quick and open up that can of worms because what that has to do with this Department of Education is, is what is called in our country. Um, and they're responsible for putting out the curriculum across America. Now, the states vote on what they want mandated in their state taught, and that would be your teacher unions, okay? The largest teacher union in the North America is back in the news right now because they're going to pump their running campaigns to get donations for $78,500,000 to push CRT even though it's been banned by certain states through nationally. They're the largest teacher union. And CRT is a reversal of uh, Minecraft and reversal of the people's... Re- uh, what is it that Mao, uh, Mao Song, I forgot, I think it's his name, uh, the Chinese dictator wrote, uh, the communist man... Uh, uh, it's basically... Yeah. Is taking bits and pieces of that, and instead of using the uh, so-called terminology, they're flip-flopping it and saying that it's white people. But when you look at white people as a whole, look at myself. I get pretty dark in the summertime if I stay outside all the time. I just frankly don't like the heat as I got older. You know what I mean? But if yep. I, but my point is this: when I did my DNA test, it turns out I'm a hundred percent European. Right now. My point being is if you study history, then you're aware of the fact that every culture at some point has had jungle fever. Let's be honest. It's just like the comedian said. Back in the day when all the fucked up shit was happening in history, people saw these other figures of, you know, like body types and was like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. And I don't yep. know who you are. It's always been there. Everybody has liked people for whatever reasons that they've had. That's not racism. That's just called attraction. You know what I mean? It's not racist to like a girl because of a certain tribute. And that's why you're seeing different things. Like, why is it okay for my homeboy from the hood, right, to say, have you noticed how thick white bitches are getting? Like, you could tell that we've been doing our job. Like, they're getting nicer asses and nicer thighs. You know what I mean? Yeah, say that in reverse and watch and what you're a Nazi. Right. I remember a time where I was in Northern California and I was joking around with my homeboy. May he rest in peace. Um, and he would say, yo, you know why I like fucking around with white girls? I was like, why is that? We were doing coke at the time. You know what I mean? It was back in the day of like 2006, the hypey movement. He was like one of the rappers or whatever, you know? And I was like, nah, man, why yep. is that? And he goes, because every time I'm fucking there, it's like I'm taking back something from my people. I was like, man, that's kind of funny. <laughs> he said, why is that fucking funny? Because we're like brothers, you know what I mean? And I was like, yep. man, because every time, you know, you know how I only date Asians, blacks, and uh, and all that? He was like, yeah. I'm like, every time I'm fucking him, it's like, man, I'm doing something back for my people, man. He was like, man, that's <laughs> the same shit you just said. <laughs> exactly. 
That's you know, funny, isn't it? I said, but Perception's we can but because 2006, and it was before all this other stuff. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, if I went back right now to my old neighborhood, I was having an uncomfortable conversation with my old lady about age. You know what I mean? Because I went through a midlife crisis a little bit back, you know? Yep. And she said, you know, what's funny is, I don't think you could go back because to your old neighborhood. And I don't think that you would, I don't think you would like, I don't think you would like it if you went back because you've changed so much. And I said, it's interesting. At first I got mad and then I had to come back to, I had to come to, she's right because it's a different time. The world I know was like that. Like I never thought it's like that. I thought about loved history and I loved geography. I loved like to try different foods and dances and you get what I'm saying. Um, I never saw race until about two, about, no, no, about 10 years ago, really. Did I mean? I saw culture because to me, I was raised on military bases. Until I got kicked out, I was 16. You know what I'm saying? So to me, like, we all had, like, American flag, and we had our state flag, or whatever country we were from. It was about culture. It was never about it was never about that. There was a time period when we were growing up to where that's what we were taught. Don't look at race. Just look at unity and peace. You get what I'm saying? That's what I was taught. And now they're trying to tell me well, that's, that that's wrong. That that's, that's what's so funny white. about all this. Someone pointed this out to me recently when I was saying about America and the race problem. They said, yeah, but... But Mal, you live in a country that's ninety percent white. You you couldn't possibly have a clue. And they're right. I don't. Your level of multiculturalism, I've never experienced. But clearly, from ten thousand miles away, I can tell you, the experiment hasn't been very successful. Because if black people were the less than today, you've pedestaled them to the point that the white person is less than. And you will call a white person a Nazi and not pull the person up on using that term simply for having a disagreement. You point this to, out to me all the time, Mike. You say, yeah. I've just seen this. A black guy's bashed an Asian guy. It doesn't make the fucking news. Yet if the white guy bashed the Asian guy or the black guy, it'd be front page news. So it, it, you're, uh, you got it. You got it. There's a, um, and I know, you, and I know how you feel about Christianity, but there's a preacher and me and my wife watched it. It was the first time I seen her in tears. Now, and the reason why I'm saying that is my wife is actually black, Puerto Rican, and native. So, and card-carrying native, mind you. You know what I mean? So, we were watching this, and it was called Bridging the Gap. And it was a white preacher and a black preacher. You know what I mean? Having uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. I, I think it. I've seen it. I sent it to you whenever I seen it. And it yeah. And I, it was very, it's ringing it about. Was very powerful because it was the first time when I seen her crying and I had to think about it, you know, me, they're right. Me and you don't know what it was like. Like, I know what it was like in the, in the neighborhood when I was coming up and I was with my homeboys and I had shit planted on me. And I know what it was like to have handcuff marks on me for three days. You know what I mean? And I know what it was like to have my head smashed in when I was uh, bad mouthing the cops. And naturally my, my instinct is to say, that's all this is right. But there's a flip side to that because there is racism and there's no way that necessarily that we there's a racist in every single race though that's my issue with it you get what i'm saying and there is fucked up shit that happened that me and you aren't going to fully understand right but here's my thing 
Look at let's look at reality. Now that we've said that, can we can we look at reality? You've had a president, you've had generals, you've had teachers, you've had professors, you've had attorneys, uh, NBA players, NFL players. You have your own separate cable news network. You have your own separate music network. You have your own separate school programs. You have your own separate um, programs that we can't get into. You have all this other stuff, right? But and yet, yet we're the prejudice people. But yet somehow, right, exactly. And my point is this. People need to be mindful of this because history is fucked up. And But there's fucked up shit going on. What frustrated me about BLM when I talked to some people that were part of them was I asked them, how come you guys never bring up the fact that right now and yesterday, a year from ago, every single day in Cape Town, they're selling Africans and human trafficking right on the fucking port. You know what I mean? And nobody talks about that shit. Nobody talks about the fact that one of the greatest problems in the urban neighborhood is Planned Parenthood. And if you look up statistics on Planned Parenthood, if those abortions never happened, the African-American population would actually be the majority in America three times over. Three times over by now. And guess who funded those programs? Democratic Party. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, Yes. Started Planned Parenthood was actually tied to the Ku Klux Klan, and she literally admitted that's the best way to exterminate them. Wow! Wow! Now you you mean to say that knowledge is out there? Yeah, that knowledge is out there. What you've just said, and people are still stupid enough. I don't care what color they are, or I don't care about color. I'm just care about what's between your ears. If you're so stupid as, let's not use the word stupid, if you're ignorant to the facts that Mike just said, if you're not aware of those facts, let's say that's not your fault. But I'm a little bit puzzled how you can't work out for yourself when the evidence is before your eyes. I'm stunned that any poor downtrodden people approach the Democratic Party. It's astounding to me. Now they're trying to flip-flop it because there's been so many people like myself talking about the history of the political party system. Now there's campaigns to try to flip-flop it, how now it's the Republicans. Okay, so let me just remind everybody of this. I just said five seconds ago, there's fucked up people in every single race. Of course. They're still on both sides of the fucking spectrum, okay? Nobody's going to... it is going to be perfect and if you want a perfect fucking society i hate to break it to you it's not going to fucking happen you know what i mean messed up people out there and 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 it's the reality of it nobody wants to accept the reality of it and it's like it's a bunch to me it's like a bunch of people that were bullied right because it's not that when we said all this you got to understand that's not the whole population i see people all the time that are of all races that are against all the stuff they're seeing on the news and they're against all the stuff that James is saying, and they're against majority of the stuff that's uh, the Democratic Party have been saying. But you're not going to hear their voice because it's being suppressed. Instead, you're hearing the little ten percent because that's what they want you to think about. You're not hearing Bryson Gray. Do you know who that is? I only fire you saying the name. If they knocked at my door, I wouldn't know who it was. It's right. a YouTuber that went. That's a, now a rapper, and he's highly evolved in the mega movement, but he's black. He's also... Is that the one that sang that Maga Steppen? Is that who I'm thinking of? Steppen. Right, you know? yep, yep. 
there's a whole list of African-American conservatives that most people across the globe have never heard of. No, but see, Mike, the only reason I, and I didn't know his name, but I know who you're talking about simply because I paid some attention when the fucking news was on. Now, right. I am not a fan of rap music. I'm not a Christian, as you know, but I'm aware of who you're talking about. Right. So I'm not going to pretend that I know everything there is to know about him or anything like that. But a lot of the people you deal with literally don't know the meaning of the words they speak. So when someone comes along, I forget his name, but let's call him the Magasteppen guy, right? The fact that right. that song... It was never it was never on the radio here. I only ever heard that song when I would watch YouTube clips generally by pro Trump people who were reporting on the election and they'd use that oh but it but keep back at seven. And I'd heard it so many times I said, What the fuck is that? <laughs> and then I looked like because I, I've never heard the song, mate. There's another one the girls do on that silly Instagram at the moment. You'll see girls; they keep singing a part of this song. They go, "I got a small waist, pretty face with a big bang." I've never heard this song, but every it, girl on YouTube's doing this shit. Right, right. It's kind of like it. it's kind of funny because I used to be a huge fan of Snoop Dogg, right? And I still like a lot of his older stuff. And he had a, he had his own show for a minute. And he had Fifty Cent, and he had like. A bunch, I forget everybody else, but he had just like, I want to say Redman, he had a bunch of the greats on there, right? And he was sitting here hitting blunt like this, and he goes, man, I had that Miegos in the studio, and the Miegos are the part of the, what I call stupid rap right now, you know? And they started Mumble rapping, rap. and they said, Snoop, jump on here real quick. He started hitting the blunt, and he goes, <laughs> he said, man, yeah, he said, man, they were doing all this, he goes, man, I don't rap like that, what the fuck is this shit? You know what I mean? He said, but well, the shit is catchy and we'll have you just sitting there like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, well, for me, isn't it funny you bring this up? Just yesterday, I have a Discord channel and we post music on there. And someone, some young American kid said, oh, I don't know how you feel about rap, but check this out. And my response was, is, hey, I was a young metal kid when NWA come along and it was undeniable. It was interesting, good music. It didn't matter what you were into. It was new and it was interesting. But after NWA's album... Back to that conversation. NWA, let's look at that. Because you see a lot of people wearing the shirt straight out of this or straight out of that. Man, I lived in neighborhoods seeing syringes in it. I lived in gang injunction neighborhoods where the only times cops went in there was when they were doing a parolee sweep. You know what I mean? And that shit really happened. There was fucked up cops. There are fucked up cops out there. And you know what's interesting is my aunt is even a cop. 